welcome to the Happy, Healthy, Unfiltered Woman podcast. I'm your host, Jen Braun, a mom to the spunkiest little girl, a dog lover, ice cream obsessed, and overall, I'm pretty awkward in social situations. (laughs) And we are here to break down the topics that we deal with as women with no topic off limits. This podcast is for you if you're struggling with dieting, tired of restricting, want to truly change your life and feel confident in yourself once and for all. I am so excited to have you. Let's get to today's episode. Hello and welcome back. I've missed you guys. I have probably had every strain of GI respiratory virus from my preschooler that anyone, I can't even say anyone has ever had because we all have it. But I am back and I am so excited because this is a topic that I get questions about or just people are so frustrated about coming to me all the time that I'm going to spill the tea here. So we are diving into why we continuously go on and off diets, what it means, why we do it, and how to stop it once and for all. This one is going to get juicy. So first, let's talk about diving into why we continuously go on and off diets. So think about the messaging that we get as children. Think of the messaging that we get on social media. Think of the messaging that we get around friends and family. For example, I've been sick for, like I said, probably like on and off for like two months. I've had some unintended weight loss because I um, literally couldn't eat. And I've had multiple people come up to me and say, oh, you look so good. Like, what have you been doing? Same thing. Last year, I went through a really, really tough time in my life. I was stressed out. I was anxious. I was not eating. I was had no energy. I was sleeping all the time. And I had lost weight from it. And again, you look so good. And I've had even like friends and family members that have also been sick. And they've been like, Jen, I lost 10 pounds like from from like not being able to eat for three days because I had the GI bug. Like, I get it, and there's zero judgment around that connection with the scale, like feeling some form of success, but we have to really look at, do we really want to celebrate that and look at our lives in that, in that you know, through those glasses that we are, you know, wanting to celebrate that we lost that weight at the expense of being sick? Why does it validate us to see a number on the scale when our body had to go through so much? It tempts us to continue not eating or restricting foods um, in order to stay that weight. And it makes us feel like a failure when we've gained it back because naturally when we started eating again, our bodies you know, gain back the weight. And honestly, most of the time, it's not even weight, it's water and if we haven't had a lot of carbohydrates, carbohydrates hold on to water. And so if we started having them again, it's literally just allowing our bodies to eat normally again and, you know, go back to its, its shape that it was when we were eating, quote unquote, normally before. And so if you've heard that or you've been surrounded by that, you understand why it's so hard to give that up. It's our norm. If I told a client, if I was, if I was just to say to a client, just stop dieting. Well, dieting has been a part of so many women's lives, so many people's lives since they were born, even subconsciously. 
even parents saying, um, oh, you're, you know, you're, you're getting big or, oh, you gained X amount of weight. Well, if I ask my daughter that she's like, yeah, I'm strong. I got muscles. But one of my clients, his son is starting to recognize that. Why, why do I have a belly and none of the other kids do? That's it's starting that young. And so this validation around what we look like and the number on the scale and the perpetuating, oh, I can't eat that or I eat that, you know, I, I, I can only eat that or eating, you know, quote unquote clean in front of everyone else, but not feeling like we can sustain that feeling hungry, feeling um, restricted and then binging or overeating on our own when we're alone is that really want how you want to live your life? This is a hard topic to talk about, I know. It's a hard topic to think about. But how much time are you spending in this constant spiral over and over and over of eat that, don't eat this, eat that, don't eat this, forget it, I don't even care, to, oh, I feel disgusting, I'm going to go back to my clean dieting. It surrounds us. But what's really happening? Two things. One is our, like what we've been surrounded by for so long, for our entire lives, generally. And it being hard to break that thought processes or thought around food. And then it's the connection and the validation and feeling like enough and having something tangible to tell us that. In school, we always had grades, we had awards, we had sports achievements to say, hey, you're doing a good job. Then we get older and yeah, some, some jobs have that, you know, some don't. I find a lot of um, discrepancies there. But aside from that, no one's given us that gold star unless we give it to ourselves. So we turn to things that can be a tangible number, like the scale like our clothing size, to say, yes, you are doing it right because you are getting smaller. But we don't see how we got there. We don't see the GI bug you had for two weeks. We don't see the restriction you've had because you were so frustrated with being a certain weight. Weight does not equal health. I've gotten a lot of pushback on that. But the things I just explained to you, drastically decrease your weight are they healthy no it is not a one for one and I will shout that from the rooftops but we're constantly going on and off looking for this validation feeling like if we don't do it we're not enough it's been a constant in our lives when so many things are not a constant so it's understandable why we do it it feels like a sense of control especially when everything in our lives feel like they're out of control. How do we stop it once and for all? The first thing is recognizing where these diets or where these rules come from. Because I've had clients come to me that truly, truly believe they need to be low carb. They need to be whatever, low fat. They need whatever, they need to follow a certain diet. And my question is, who decides that? Who told you that? 
we put so much emphasis and so much belief in a diet that we don't even know the credentials or the reasoning behind why it was created. Was the person that created keto diet reputable? Did they do the appropriate research? Did they have the appropriate credentials? Or did it work for them so it can work for you? Why do we give so much power to others rather than listening to ourselves? A big reason? Because if we had to listen to ourselves, we'd have to unpack all the things that food is a part of in our lives. There is so much. Food is a part of our culture. It's a part of our day-to-day. It's a part of our relationships. It's a part of our upbringing. It can be a comfort for trauma. It can be a comfort for celebration. It can be affected by finances. So much. Versus these diets that give you one simple rule or two simple rules to follow, and it's easy. But it's taking away your trust for yourself because by that diet saying, you cannot have X, you cannot have carbs, you cannot have sugar, you cannot eat after 7 p.m. What if you're hungry after 7 p.m.? Your body needs carbs, your body needs fat. It's not allowing you to understand what your body's needs are and then provide it. And it's breaking down your trust within yourself. So the first step to that is acknowledging and understanding and starting to break down where these rules came from. And you might not know. You might not know, you know, why you're afraid of eating carbohydrates. You might not know. You might not know. And that's okay. But acknowledging that there's something there preventing you or making you fearful and then questioning that, challenging that. Well, how do I feel with carbohydrates? What happens when I allow myself to have them? Do I feel less cranky? Do I feel like I have more energy? And I completely get it. Don't get me wrong. I completely get it that it's scary because it feels like, well, what if I start having it and I'm out of control? That out of control feeling is because you've told yourself no for so long and you haven't allowed yourself to trust yourself in what it needs. When you're truly healing and allowing yourself to neutralize all foods, some as more soul-filling, some as more nutrient-filling, all of them playing a role in your body, you are able to choose the portions that are going to satisfy you rather than eating all of it because you feel like you can never have it again. I know it feels unrealistic, or maybe you're so far off of it that it's like, no way, but it's true. So we're going through these diets over and over and breaking down that trust and not actually dealing with the problems that, you know, the food is covering up or the control is covering up. So we have to identify it. We have to start neutralizing the food and then honoring ourselves and listening to our bodies. That is a super simplified version of the process, but I just want you to know it's possible. I understand it's scary to feel like you're, you have no control. 
And it might even feel like giving up that control in order to neutralize all these foods is, you know, like you don't have control. The reality is that you releasing all those rules is the best control you could have. It's you allowing one less thing to consume your mental space, to consume your stress levels. It's pouring back into yourself. It's saying, I value myself enough. I'm not going to live by standards that literally don't even take me into consideration. Would you keep around a friend that was just, you know, they're like, hey, do you want to hang out? Oh, sure. When can you hang out? Oh, um, how about Friday? Mm, That doesn't work for me. How about Sunday? Well, I'm kind of busy Sunday. Well, change your plans. Well, you know, it's, it's with my mom. I haven't, I haven't seen her in a while. No, it doesn't matter. Just change your plans. Well, okay. Could, could we go get our nails done? No, I don't want to get my nails done. Let's go, let's go have breakfast. Well, I don't really like breakfast food. Well, I don't care if you don't like breakfast food. Like that would be a terrible friend. <laughs> we wouldn't allow them to just literally bypass anything that we wanted preferred, any boundaries that we had, anything. But that's what diets are doing. And so I hope this gives you an insight into why we constantly go on and off and that you have the power to take that back at any age, at any stage, at any level of dieting that you've done. You just might need some support. That's exactly what I do with my clients. But I hope this is helpful. If you have questions, you know, anything I didn't touch on, please feel free to comment below or message me on Instagram. I've also been doing weekly lives on my uh, free Facebook community. So the link to it is in the um, captions below, or the show notes below. All right, guys, I love you so much. Keep focusing on you. Keep listening to you. You deserve that. Thank you so much for listening to the Happy, Healthy, Unfiltered Woman podcast. I am so grateful to have you in this community. Follow me on Instagram at jenbron.rd for more information on creating your most confident life. I also have a link in my show notes to my free Facebook community. Inside there, there's free training, community support, all for free. You don't want to miss out on that. And if you're ready to ditch dieting for good, not feel ashamed of your body and create the life you desire, message me on Instagram and apply for my allowed program. Let's transform your life. See you next time.